Hey, welcome to episode 150. That's right. Of Amen, Brother Ben. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. We're finishing up our week talking about how to fight the flesh. I want to recap uh, just a little bit of everything that we've talked about this week. Uh, and then I want to leave you uh, with probably not the answer that you're thinking of, the best way that we can fight our flesh. I know you're looking for like the one like cheat code move. Like if I just do, if I just do this, if I pray these, these specific words standing on my left foot in a church, right? Um, we're doing the cross Catholic thing, um, with a Bible in my right hand and some holy water on my left. And then, then the flesh will be defeated. I am victorious. That is not how it works, unfortunately. I wish that it could be that easy. But then again, if it was that easy, we could do it ourselves. We would be relying on a cheat code and we would not be relying on Jesus himself. And that's, I don't know if you've noticed this, but anything that God allows for good or for bad, I'm not saying he's the author of evil. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother week. But he allows bad things in our lives. He, he gives us good things in our lives. And it's all designed to grow our relationship with him. It's all designed for us to be sanctified, for us to be uh, more and more holy as we go. And it's preparing us for an ultimate purpose of being with him forever and ever and ever, existing with him in eternity, uh, just being with him. And, and I know you're going, well, is that it? Well, that should be enough to spend forever perfectly in the presence of your creator. You can't ask for more. And so, yes, he allows us to go through this process where we have to crucify our flesh. I know that sounds dramatic, but I want you to remember that it's not just something you go, now stop it, flesh. You're a being a bad boy today, right? You can't play uh, as, as my buddy, Pastor Randy would say, you can't play pat patty cake with your flesh. You got to crucify it. You got to kill it with fire. And um, so we've been talking about how to do that. So let me just, if you're just tuning in for the first day today or need kind of a recap, because I always look back and go, oh, I could have said that better. <laughs> like the next day, I'm like, man, I could have done that podcast a whole lot better. But here's what we talked about this week. So uh, first and foremost, we talked about how you have to surround all this in prayer. Uh, that's kind of an obvious answer, but you would be surprised as it seems obvious, but most people don't pray about fighting their flesh. Um, but you have to start with prayer and you have to make sure that, that you are, uh, you take every thought captive. It, the, the battle begins in your mind and, um, that very much kind of coincides, uh, you know, that verse, uh, that Paul says, take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. So every Everything, every emotion, every feeling, every thought, you need to go, okay, let me put this through the filter of the Bible. Let me put this through the truth of God. Uh, and, and if it does not pass the sniff test, so to speak, get it out, 
and, and ask God to help you get it out of your head, forget it, ignore it, choose to not revisit it. And that very much goes in with one of the other things we talked about this week, which was feeding the right thing. What are you feeding with your thoughts? What are you feeding with your actions and your decisions? Are you feeding your flesh or are you feeding the spirit? Because that's one of the two things that this, this war is going on inside of us where we're fighting the flesh, uh, even though God has put his spirit in us. And so everything that you do either feeds your flesh or it feeds your spirit. So you have to go, okay, what am I doing today to feed my spirit? And what, what things am I feeding my flesh with thought wise, uh, media consumption wise, uh, friendship wise, food wise, you name it. Maybe I need to make sure I'm, I'm feeding the right beast here. Uh, and, and sometimes that means avoiding temptation, right? Whenever you can. Uh, Pastor Don was in here this week talking about that. I, I call it the holy disconnect where, you know, you, you, you put the things of the world in the world and you have to kind of avoid them. You got to realize that you are called out and meant to be a little different. And so you don't need, you're not missing out on any of these experiences. God is trying to help you avoid them. And so sometimes you're just going to have to avoid the people, places, and activities that are going to feed your flesh. Uh, but that's always much easier uh, if you do what we talked about yesterday, which is to tag team that flesh with good accountability. Have another Christian brother or sister uh, that is fighting some of the same battles, maybe knows your life and is in your atmosphere enough to go, hey, let me help you. Let me, let me call some, let me call you on your BS sometimes. Let me encourage the good stuff in your life. Uh, and let's talk about this on a regular basis, if not daily. Let's, let me text, let me call, let me talk to you, uh, often about the things that you're struggling with and be, be open and be genuine and be vulnerable around them. Now, again, you got to choose carefully. Uh, you can't just let that go with anybody, but choose someone who, you know, loves you and who has a little bit of a desire, uh, to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Um, but the last thing I want to, uh, advise you on this week for how to fight your flesh. And again, this doesn't sound like this is going to sound kind of antithetical. It's going to sound sort of opposite here, but I think if we would spend less time fighting the flesh, we wouldn't have to fight the flesh. Does that make sense? By that, I mean, uh, where is your focus? Uh, again, this, this ties in a little bit to that first, uh, podcast of the week, but where, where are you at mentally? What are you focused on? We need to be more concerned with our mission and our purpose at hand that God has given us, right? It's, it's kind of like if you're trying to, if you're not trying to, or if you're trying to avoid thinking about a zebra, this is an illustration I use a lot. Uh, you probably heard it in a sermon if you've, if you're in my church. Um, all right, listen to me. We can't, we can't think about zebras. Do not, whatever you do, stop thinking about zebras. You don't need to hear about their black stripes, the white stripes, how their horses they got into paint, whatever. Don't think about, hey, hey, don't think about zebras. Are you thinking about zebras? I told you not to think about zebras. See what I mean? Oh, the flesh, the flesh, the flesh. The more we, the more we think about our flesh, yes, it's there. Yes, it's still kicking. It's weak. It's already lost, but it's, it's just scrambling around, but. For, and, and trying to get every little bit of, of victory that it can, but Jesus has already defeated that, right? His forgiveness and his renewal and his redemption has already defeated our flesh. So why are we making this such a big deal? I know Christians that just walk around going, man, I'm just, I'm just dealing with my flesh. I'm just in my flesh today. The reason is 
uh, if you're not filling yourself with the Spirit, if you're not keeping your your mind focused on in your life in the trajectory of the the mission and the calling and the purpose that God has given you, then the flesh is going to have more airtime, right? You need to just cut the the. You just need to not pay your flesh that much attention. Uh, you should not have the time. Right, You should rarely have the time to wallow in your flesh, to wallow in those earthly sinful desires because you are too busy doing work for the kingdom of God. So if you don't know what that is, get with a mature believer, go talk to your pastor and, and try to develop a schedule or some habits or some hobbies or some serving opportunities or some, uh, some rhythms in your life that include the Bible and include prayer and include uh, service and include loving your neighbors. Um, that way you're going to be so mission minded. You're going to be, you're going to pack your days full of so much Jesus. The flesh is not going to have any room to breathe. Okay. And, and so I think a lot of times we make the flesh into a bigger enemy than it needs to be. Like it's, it's already defeated. Why are we giving it any more airtime? So maybe it's time that you get focused on the right things. And by the way, if you don't know what that is, I would love to help you. I don't, I may not know your life like I should, or I might not be able to give you specifics, but if you just email me, pastor Ben at lovesiler.com, send me a message at amenben.com. Or if you're around here, come, come see me at church. I would love to help you figure out your calling from God so that you can be put yourself to work for his kingdom. And you won't have to worry with the flesh as much. Some of you are sitting around, you know, that, that, that phrase, uh, idle hands is the devil's workshop. Some of y'all are sitting there twiddling your thumbs, being lazy, not, not putting yourself out there, not putting yourself to good use for God. And you wonder why the flesh is alive and well in you choose good. So there's no room for bad. All right. That's all I got to say about that. Thanks for uh, being here this week. I hope that God continues to empower you to fight your flesh and have victory.